This is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the reputation rock star, Todd Collins. In three, two, one. Hey guys, uh, had a Jenna Gold from Yelp one for this episode, and uh, it, it was cool because you know a lot of people have some negative things to say about Yelp, yet they don't say it about other people or other review pages. And um, sometimes I think it's good to bring a human face to some of these pages because we don't really get the opportunities to talk to people at Facebook and Google and Yelp and things like that. So I really wanted to kind of, you know, get behind the curtain a little bit and ask some questions that I think a lot of you want answers to. And she was nice enough to answer some of those questions. Um, So it's, it's a good episode. If you want to learn more about Yelp and how they operate, Um, some people are going to have their opinions about it. It is what it is. But I think it's important that you guys educate yourselves on uh, some of the things that uh, Yelp does, why they do it. And um, I think you're going to learn some stuff. If you guys are in the reputation management field, you're going to learn some stuff. If you own a business, you're going to learn some stuff. Uh, So it's important. But enjoy the episode. And um, I think I'm going to bring Mickey back because that was really fun. And I think we're going to have a nice entertaining one again. So we're going to be doing a mix of uh, entertainment and business here so should be fun um i don't think i cussed her in this episode so i'm really sorry for the people that enjoy that part of it but guys enjoy jenna gold from yelp jenna from yelp how you doing buddy i'm doing great thanks how are you doing i'm doing excellent thank you for coming on the show i appreciate it Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So um, a lot of you, uh, this this is actually a person from Yelp that you're actually hearing. Uh, they do exist. Uh, Jenna and I were on a panel a few years ago. I was, uh, it was a few years ago for Jenna, a few pounds ago for me. Um, but we had a, uh, we had a great panel that we were on. We, you know, a lot of people, it's almost, it's almost as if when you work for a company like Yelp or you work for a company like Facebook or Google or any of these, these larger companies that you know, provide this, this advertising and data that uh, you don't ever really truly get to meet people that work there. And um, I met Jenna a couple years ago. We've stayed in touch um, and it, it is just, it's been a great relationship. And so a lot of people based on my show, obviously, you know, what we do for a living is we work in reputation management and what, and what Jenna does from a standpoint, um, a lot of people might be confused about what Yelp actually does. For businesses, so I wanted to kind of bring that to light and say, "Hey, look, there's real people that work for these companies. Uh, they do want to do good for the businesses that they represent, um, and more people want to know about it." So um, I asked Jenna to come on, and Jenna was nice enough to come on the show. And uh, I, I want to really just kind of get right into it. Um, you were just recently promoted within Yelp um, from from previously from when when you and I were on that panel together. You were just promoted, right? Yeah, thanks for um, thanks for calling that out. So, tell us a little bit more about your promotion and and what you're doing now for Yelp and and some of the different things that that you're providing for the for your customers. Because I know a lot of your customers, a lot of the customers, 
you know, that I have, they might be saying, oh, well, no, Yelp is actually kind of interesting because I can actually talk to somebody that works there. That doesn't happen often. You can't just pick the phone up and call Facebook or pick the phone up and call Google, you know, uh, unlike, you know, most of us where we can do that. Uh, Most people can't do that. Um, But I'm just curious about what these people are reaching out to you for now because you guys are, you're head of uh, business relationships. Is that right? I'm a senior manager for business outreach uh, here at Yelp. So we um, we work specifically with local business owners mostly. So it would be 10 locations or less um, across the country. And it's really our job to engage with business owners to help them learn how to utilize Yelp to make more money from it because we know you're not in business to get reviews. We know you're in business to make money. Um, so that's what my team does. We do that in a lot of different ways. We do that by sitting on panels like you and I did. We have a Yelp for Business Owners blog. We do a lot of internal communication to make sure that people internally know exactly what business owners are talking about and what they want from the site. So mainly our job is internal as well as external, mostly, um, in turn, uh, communication and education. Right. And and so what, what I'm finding and what I'm hearing from a, a lot is that Yelp is doing a lot of, of different things now. You guys are getting into... Wi-Fi. You guys are getting into. I, you guys, and this isn't anything recent, but Eat Twenty Four, right? You guys, did you guys acquire them, or how did that all go down? And you guys are now doing like you know food ordering and delivery and things of that nature. Right. So Yelp really wants, in the restaurant space in particular, Yelp wants to be the place where the consumer starts their journey, which is already happening. But we want to make sure that we're also the place where a consumer ends the journey, which is why we've recently partnered with and acquired um, certain companies. So, yes, uh, E24 was just sold to Grubhub. So we now have a partnership with Grubhub, which is the largest delivery platform. Um, we also have Yelp reservations, so consumers can make reservations right on their phone when they're on the Yelp app. We have No Wait, which is a platform that's really for those restaurants that get really busy and don't want to take reservations, and people don't want to wait an hour and a half so they can just get on your wait list ahead of time, show up when they're five minutes away from their spot, and go right in. So that's been really great. And then Yelp Wi-Fi is more of a... Um, it's it's more of a way to close the loop with your current customers. So that's really a customer loyalty platform that allows you to gather data about your customers and then market to them effectively as well. So that's what's going on 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 the restaurant side of things. The other side of things that we're really focusing on right now is home and local services. So plumbers, movers, any sort of home services, that's – really an area that we are getting stronger and stronger in day by day. And we've recently launched a tool called request a quote. So that allows consumers to come onto Yelp, say, Hey, something in my house is in. Here's a photo of what's going on. Can you give me a quote of how much this is going to cost me? So they can send that directly to you. You can interact with them through Yelp and um, talk money. That's awesome because a lot of the times you're not going to be able to to talk about what is happening within your home, so you can actually snap a picture real quick and kind of do it that way and makes it a lot easier. I I, I like some of the updates that Yelp's done to the app um, as far as when when I'm in a maybe in a different city and I open up Yelp and I'm in a place and I'm checking in and 
I uh, shoot a picture, it actually wants to see my face there in inside the business, um, and I have the option to do that, which I thought was pretty cool because um, it, it almost solidifies that review when I leave the review for the restaurant, right? Right, absolutely. We, that's a fun tool. It's called a Yelpy instead of a, a Yelpy. <laughs> So what what you're talking about is the ability for a consumer to take a picture of the business and also snap a selfie of themselves to go along with that picture. Um, one of the cool things, I use an iPhone, and a lot of people have asked me before, you know, when you use, like, Apple Maps and things of that nature, I noticed that Yelp's reviews pop up within Apple Maps. Is that some? Is that a partnership that you guys have with Apple? Or the yeah, iOS so software? that okay. partnership has going on for quite some time now. So we are partnered with Apple as well as a lot of different platforms. But whenever somebody uses their iPhone, um, whether they're using Siri or they're doing a keyword search or they're looking at Apple Maps, all local business searches. So say I say, um, I need a hairdresser in New York. That's where I'm located right now. Mm -hmm. All of those search results are going to come from Yelp. Um, The same is with Alexa. So if you ask Alexa to tell you where to go to for dinner. Um, that's all going to be Yelp results. So we do have partnerships that um, help us get the word about local businesses out there in, in different creative ways. Yeah. And so it's, you know, I think it's important that consumers know that, um, you know, especially the ones that are using the iOS software, because that, you know, that's where your data is coming from. So it's especially important if you're a business owner to claim your Yelp page, get control of your page and then and then manage your page and do it correctly. And you and I were talking, um, you know, previously about this about the importance of responding to reviews that you get online. Uh, and you know, I'm always telling you know my clients, look, it's better that you respond and and t- either a take responsibility for something that occurred in a negative in a negative way. Or from a positive standpoint, thank that customer for taking the time to, you know, come to your establishment, spend money, and then take the time, you know, years ago, they would go home and do it on their laptop or their, their desktop computer. Now we're just doing it from our phone, but they're taking the time to, to write, you know, a one, two, three, four paragraph um, raving review about your business. Take the time to respond and thank them for for uh, spending time at your business and then sharing their experience What's your take as as a Yelp representative? What's your take on the importance of responding to reviews? Sure, absolutely. So just to back up a little bit, if we think about what Yelp is, it's earned versus owned media, meaning this is a place where your customers are taking the time to go on and share feedback in real time. It's not like a website um, that you put together yourself and said, here are all the things that I'm great at. It's not even really like your Facebook page as much because all those likes could be coming from family members and friends. Um, On Yelp, these are people who are looking to spend money with you when they look at your page. There's really no other reason for them to look at your Yelp page. So when they read reviews, um, they're really trying to get a sense of how you're interacting with your customers. Only about 1% of Yelpers ever add content to the site. So, I mean, adding photos or reviews, very few amount of people actually add those. 99% of the people typically are just going on Yelp to find a business to spend money with. So those, that 1% is incredibly valuable for a few different reasons. 
One, if there are critical reviews that are showing up and you're able to identify trends early on, these people are really your canary in your coal mine. If you haven't, if you have a hard time with um, critical reviews, I really recommend reading Jay Bear's book, Hug Your Haters. Say that he one more time. Say, say, say that one one more time. Sorry to cut you off, Jenna. What was that book again? It's called Hug Your Haters Hug Your by Haters. Jay Bear. Okay. And he's really good at talking about exactly what people are looking for when they write a review. So um, we actually found from the Yelp data science team found over the past year that Yelp users are 33% more likely to upgrade their review if you respond with a personalized message within a day. Okay. So while we don't want you to have a hasty response and get really angry and, and be combative, that's never the way to do it. Um, we do want you to respond quickly because after that, we found that the, uh, the businesses that respond to reviews actually get 5% increase in review count. Okay, so say, say, that, reviews, say that one more time so my listeners can hear that. Sure. So the same study also found that businesses that respond to reviews get a 5% increase in review count. And I would venture to so, say, Jenna, that that's, that's probably not – that's probably true on every review platform. I wouldn't just say it's just Yelp. Would you agree with that or – Our data scientist team only looked at our data, but yeah. I would imagine that it's pretty similar anywhere. Yeah. Um, in general, study – Bright Local ran a study that found over 50% of people who write a review do it with the expectation that they're going to get a response. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the opposite side of things, when we actually look at the percentage of time business owners are responding, it's very low. So there's definitely a disconnect between business owners and consumers in right. that sense. One of the things that uh, – so because good. Because this is a platform where, where people are trying to kind of overhear the conversations with your customers, just like you mentioned, Todd – it's as if someone were to come up to you at your business and say, you're doing the best job ever. I've had a really good time. I've had a great experience with this person, this person, and this was amazing. You wouldn't walk away from them, right? You would stand there and converse with them. Same with responding to a positive review. And the same goes for critical reviews. So if somebody's complaining and you have a bunch of people in your business looking at you, wondering what you're going to say back to this customer, it's important that you respond to them in the way that you would in your business as well. Yeah, and that's one of the things I always say to my clients. I'm like, would you ignore, you know, if this person, you know, had a great steak, would you completely ignore them and walk right by them? Or, you know, or would you say, hey, thanks a lot. You know, our chef, our chef works really, really hard to make sure that they, they make the best meal for you and, and that you're happy. And, and from a negative experience, the exact same way. Now, as far as you know, I noticed on the Yelp site that there's there's you guys give some tutorials on how to handle a negative review, how to handle a positive review. You know, negative reviews are just my assumption is they're going to happen, right? I mean, if you've got five stars on Yelp or any other review page, it means that you're 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 you probably just don't have enough reviews. You've just not been reviewed enough um, because eventually you're going to have that one person that that maybe says. Uh, hey, you know the experience could have a little bit a little bit better. I'm going to give you a four star or a three star. I know some of the magic that people want to know is this: if you're three stars on Yelp and you've got ten reviews, how many reviews do you need to get to four stars? 
That's a really good question. So honestly, your star rating is just the average of all of your reviews. Okay. So you can do that math. I, I never recommend actually focusing on that because that's something you can't control. We definitely don't recommend soliciting reviews. So um, I used to work for TripAdvisor. That was definitely something that we told people to do was actively ask for reviews. But it's really important on Yelp that you really let this grow organically. Right. Something else to remember is that nobody's going to comb through hundreds or thousands of reviews. It's just not something that we do. So it's okay if you have a smaller amount of reviews. What you do want to pay attention to is the activity on your page. So when you log into your business owner's account at biz.yelp.com, you'll see how many people are looking at your page. Like I said earlier, about 1% or even less of people who look at Yelp and use Yelp ever add content. So most of the time, we want to focus on using the content we have, building up the page with photos and information, responding to reviews. So we're encouraging those people that are looking at your page to spend with you to actually do so. So I wouldn't focus too much on the number of reviews and the percentages there. What I would keep in mind is that um, a lot of people also say to me, hey, Jenna, people just go to Yelp to complain. Um, And... As business owners, you all know every word of every one or two-star review you've ever gotten. I, I know that you're thinking of that one review right now. When, in fact, there's actually more five-star reviews on Yelp than one, two, and three combined. So most of the time, this is a platform where people are coming on to share their good to amazing experiences. So the most important thing to focus on in order to get good reviews is just really providing that customer service inside your business and after they leave your business by doing what you do best, making sure that, you know, you're all on top of your game in your business. I can't tell you how to do that, right? I don't know how to how to run a business or your particular business, but I would res- uh, definitely recommend responding to reviews to help with that as well. Well, that's good to know because that's something that we, you know, even I, I don't even know if, if- if you said, Hey, look, I don't think that it's good that you respond to reviews. I would, you know, I would disagree with you. And I I don't think we disagree on too many things. So I, you know, it's something that we tell our clients all the, all the time. I think it's just, it's just natural that if someone says something about your business, whether it's good or bad, that you were, that you should respond, um, in, in, personally in, in, in my eyes in the public eye would is, is even better. Um, as far as, the I know you were talking about soliciting reviews and, and things of that nature. I know that you know we we tell our clients look uh, they're pretty much the same thing. Um, you know we don't we don't you know, there's clients obviously that contact us and say hey can you generate Yelp reviews for us and can you do this and you know we follow the terms and conditions of of the pages that you know that we we work with um, and that's that's because we believe in doing things the right way. There are companies out there that that don't do that. Uh, what do you have to say about companies that are still out there that are, I guess, you know, the term could be review gating or whatever you want to call it, that are out there still trying to uh, generate reviews for their clients in reputation management for Yelp? That's a really great great question, and it's something that we take very seriously. Yeah. Um, when Yelp does find out about companies that are taking a stance in that way, Um, There are a few different things that um, we do to make sure that they, one, know that they're in the wrong, 
um, and we give them tools and resources to do it the right way. Um, I never recommend, if anybody ever says to you, hey, I can get you a bunch of good Yelp reviews or I can get rid of your negative reviews, it's it's a scam. There's, there's no way um, that somebody can actually do that for you. We have a recommendation software in place that has been in place kind of since the beginning of time. So if anybody can remember the site City Search, um, probably some of you do and probably some of you don't. City Search was one of the very first review websites out there, and it went down pretty quickly because they didn't have any sort of checks and balances in place. Um, so what we found in when they first started the website is that they didn't have any sort of software in place to take into account what reviews were coming in, where they were coming from. But pretty quickly, we saw what we call astroturfing. It's a term that describes um, the, the thought that business owners should write great reviews for themselves and negative reviews for their competitors. It's actually a very common thing that happens. Um, so we saw that happen very early on, and we had something that we used to call um, the review filter, and it used to function, as you can imagine, as something kind of like the spam folder on your inbox. However, over time, that um, filter has now turned into the recommendation software that is incredibly smart. It's always changing, and it takes into account a lot of different factors when reviews are submitted. So one of those factors is going to search aggressively for any signs of solicitation. And if it finds that it does believe that certain reviews have been solicited by any business, they will be unrecommended. Um, if that continues over time, Yelp will actually provide businesses with a warning, let them know what's going on and say, hey, you know, cut it out. Um, and if it continues after that, there are different steps that Yelp does take in place to let consumers know that we believe that a business is soliciting reviews. So there are a lot of things that we, we take that subject very, very seriously, and there are a lot of things that we do um, to make sure that we're protecting against as much as possible. Yeah, now, when we were talking about, you know, we, you and I were talking about removing reviews a while ago, and, um, you know, as a part of removing reviews, there's two, you know, Nick and I always say, there's two people that can remove a review. The person that left the review and the actual review page. Um, and it's going to be based off of the terms and conditions of the page. But it, there's also uh, a law, the Communications Act, that, that's – that's it's an actual law, right? And most of the terms and conditions of these review pages kind of follow along with that. But as far as Yelp with this not recommended section, I know we get a lot of clients that ask us, you know, why is this positive review, this five-star review in the not recommended section, the person – you know, left us a, a great review, but it's in the not recommended section. And what I always tell my clients is if you really want to understand how things work, go to the terms and conditions of each of these review pages and read the, the terms and conditions. And what you might find about that five-star review is, one, maybe there wasn't a profile picture, right? Maybe the person – this is the only review that this person ever left. Uh, maybe this person was from you know another country and left the review. So there's a bunch of a bunch of different things that, in my assumption, that the algorithm picks up and then places that review there. Would you agree to that? I'd say that there's a lot of different reasons why things would be unrecommended, and it's often really hard to tell with the naked eye what's going on because there are yes, absolutely, in terms of if the software doesn't know enough about the person writing the reviews 
chances are they're not going to be recommended. However, that software is continuously running. So, for example, say I show up to Yelp for the first time today. I had a great experience with the business. I wrote a wonderful five-star review. I have a picture, filled out my profile. But, again, it's my first time to Yelp. Chances are that review is going to be unrecommended because the software just doesn't know enough about me yet. And it's not a drive-by website. We don't want this to be a place. This is a community website. It's right. not a place where someone should come on and either, um, you know, go after a business one time and never come back or go on just to say something really great about a business and never come back. So say I don't write any more reviews, but tomorrow I use Yelp to map directions to a business or the next day I check in or maybe I find a business and I call it from, from the Yelp app a couple of days later. That system is constantly learning more and more about the fact that I'm probably a real person and, um, you know, probably not associated with the business any, in any way. So it may then, you know, a week later show in the recommended section. So again, it's constantly running and constantly learning more and more about um, reviews that are being submitted. Um, but there are a lot of different reasons. So you're absolutely right. Looking at the terms and conditions are really, really helpful um, to better understand why certain reviews may be unrecommended. And it may not even, in fact, have to do with the person themselves. Um, if somebody's writing about an experience that's not a first-hand experience, so say my friend goes somewhere and she comes back and tells me about her experience and I write a review based on what she told me, that's, that, that doesn't fit our terms and conditions. So that would probably go in the unrecommended section. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, if I leave a review that says it was good, well, that's not really helpful, right? So... Yelp, again, isn't about quantity, it's about quality. So it's not about having thousands of reviews that are certain star ratings with not a lot of content. It's more, we want to give consumers content that they can actually use. A real quick question for you. The So as far as like on Yelp, I know Yelp has like best, you know, you can type into it's Yelp is almost like a search engine and, and, and not almost like a search engine. It really, it's, it is a search engine, right? Um, so based on that, when people type when when people type in like best daycares near me and this information pops up, how do you guys decide, you know, what what comes up as the most relevant? Is it how many people visited that page? What what takes into account there? I know that there are some advertisements that show up just like on Google. You know, let's be completely honest here, guys. We spend money on Google ads, everybody does. Um, and people spend, you know, money on Yelp ads too. So the ads will sh- will show up, but then we have some organic um, there as well. Can you give us some understanding of you know when we put that in uh, to Yelp as it, as it being a search engine? Um, and it, I know it's based off of the usage of the people that are using Yelp, which is I think a great way to to, to control search uh, is by usage of people and the masses. How does that happen, and how can people better themselves from an organic standpoint on Yelp in uh, in the search in the search world? Absolutely. So it's going to depend on a couple of different factors. Most of our users are using Yelp from the app or mobile. So in that case, it's going to pull from their location. So it's going to pull from your current location and it's going to match what you've searched for as best as it can. And then obviously offer up the businesses that are, you know, doing well within that category are close to you. So if you're looking for a daycare, um, it's going to try to give you good results with good content that are close to you first. Um, and it's also really going to depend on your search terms. So if you search for daycare, your search list, your your list of results may be different than if you search for toddler daycare. 
Right. So that one word may make a difference, which is why I always say to business owners, if you specialize in certain things and nobody's ever written a review about it and it's not like an overall category like daycare, but you specialize in toddlers and nobody's written about toddlers on your page before, you may not be pulled up in a search if somebody's looking specifically for toddler daycare. Mm -hmm. So what I recommend in that sense is going to sign into your business owner's account under business information. There's a specialty section. And just like if I were to say to you, hey, Todd, what do you specialize in? You know, just, just talk to me about what you specialize in. You'd have a conversation with me. And you'd probably also fit in those keywords that really touch on what you do. Right. That's what the specialty is um, as well. So if you do have something that you want to make sure that you are bound when people are searching for, depending on um, how saturated your market is, that would be a good way to make sure people can find you. Yeah, that, that's great information, which leads me into my next question. Do you have any tips to business owners from that are using business Yelp Business Manager um, currently? Do you have any tips that can help them? It's maybe something that somebody can walk away from this podcast uh, with some information maybe that they didn't get before. Sure. So I would definitely recommend if you have the type of business that can utilize message to business or request a quote, um, that should be a link that appears on the front of your Yelp page. Sometimes it's turned off if you haven't been responding to messages or if you've just not logged into your account for a really long time. So what you can just do is go to the messages section in your Yelp for business owners account and turn that right back on. If you do choose to do that, though, I would recommend getting the Yelp for Business Owners app and turning on push notifications because that way you'll be alerted, just kind of like a text message, when a potential customer sends you a message via Yelp. Um, so I've been using this tool. It's been incredibly helpful. Um, looking into some, some issues uh, with my boyfriend uh, abroad trying to move here, found an immigration lawyer yestterday from that tool. <laughs> um, so it's incre- incredibly helpful. And what that will also do is it's going to, if you, you're a fast responder, and if you respond to 100% of the messages that come in, we're actually going to let people know that right when they look for you in the list of businesses. And for me, When I see this person responds 100% of the time and they typically respond within half an hour, and even if it's fourth down in a list of businesses, that's the one that I'm going to choose because I'm a texter over a caller. So I definitely recommend putting on the message the business tool and downloading the app with push notifications. So, you know, we were talking – and that's that's great advice and I'm I'm hoping some of our listeners do that. I – we, we go back to talking about you know removing reviews because there's people out there that say that they, they remove reviews and, and things of that nature. And look, it's not that your company is removing reviews. It's that you're following the process and you've taken the time to understand each review page that you know what people can say and what they can't say in reviews and you follow the process of those pages. And then and only then – that page then looks at that information and then they will take that information off their site based on what was said in that review or comments or whatever it was. What I find interesting is this. I notice that Yelp gets quite a bit of 
in, at least in the public eye, there when I'm when I'm meeting with my clients, a lot of people will say, "I love Google." You know, TripAdvisor is great. This that. I mean, you were at the TripAdvisor. This that. And everything else. But everybody wants to pick on Yelp. It just always seems to be that way, you know. And 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 I'm trying to figure out for the life of me why people have this sour taste in their mouth. And my question would be, and the only answer that I've come up with in my head is that you guys contact businesses to to sell advertising. And my my question is, is that don't all businesses do that? Don't all online pages do that? I mean, don't they all call businesses to generate advertising? Yeah, that's, you know, that's an interesting question. Um, all businesses do do advertising. Yelp specifically is really a local website. Right. So the only, the only businesses that we advertise on Yelp are local businesses. So if I'm looking for sushi in um, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, where I live, I am going to get ads for some of the best sushi spots around. And when people are contacting businesses for advertising, they're actually only contacting businesses that are, are doing very well on the site. That's why they're contacting you because you have a great reputation. With that said, I mean, it's hard seeing any sort of feedback about yourself, hearing anything about yourself that's not 100% to your liking um, or can even be pretty pretty awful sometimes. I mean, I've, I've, seen, some, I've seen some rough comments and um, it's hard. So I really do think that Yelp being the platform that allows people to share their, their feedback about businesses, as long as it fits our terms and conditions, um, it's their opinion. So we, we allow that to be shown. So I do think that that's something that really can rub business owners the wrong way sometimes. Um, and then when it comes to removal of reviews, uh, you definitely have recourse. So if for some reason Yelp doesn't pick up on something and you really think that something does not fit our terms or service or you think that um, if somebody's a competitor that's written a review, there's a manual flagging process that you can go through in the review section of your business owner's account, flag the review, and we actually have a team that will manually take a look at that, that um, review flag and get back to you within 24 to 48 hours to let you know if they've decided to take it down or not. So there's a few things that you can still do there if you do believe that a review really shouldn't be on your page. Yeah, and, and you know, we've done that for our clients and we've been successful. And, you know, uh, I think part of, of what people don't understand is reputation management is the management of the reputation, which means that a lot of these business owners, you know, we educate our business owners on how to do it. So we don't have to do it. So we want them to learn at the same time. So when a business owner or one of our clients comes to us and goes, you know, I'd really like to learn more about this page, you know, we try to take them through and teach them how to do it. If you really truly believe that this review is from a competitor and you have evidence to back it up, we should 100% do it. But if the person literally says a two-star review and I didn't like the steak, I, I you know, I just wouldn't waste the, the, I wouldn't waste that situation on this. I would just respond in kind. Um, so I think people kind of get flag crazy sometimes, and I don't think you need to go that far. I think sometimes it's okay to have a couple negative reviews uh, because the, the masses want to see how you respond to a negative review. If you take it to heart and – and it sucks, right? Look, none of us that have ever owned a business want to get a negative review, but it's going to happen. And when it does happen – 
it pulls on our emotional heartstrings because most people that own a business, uh, it's their baby, right? I mean, it's the thing that they love just as much as they they love their own children. They've watched it grow from an infant into, you know, a teenager and to an adult and, and all these different things and all these different stages. And, and so when it does happen, I think it's always important to, and you were talking about response time, but I also think it's important to take that time to take a deep breath, relax before you interact and and make sure that that comment or that response is something that really truly represents how you feel and what you believe um, is is the right way to do it and how you want your customers to perceive you as as the business owner. Absolutely, I think a key factor in that is even if you're not really thankful for that piece of feedback. Consumers are only going to see the first line and a half of your response before they click read more. Right. So I always tell owners, no matter how much it hurts, and I know it does, I've, I've seen it all, um, always thank you for your feedback or thank you for visiting us, something like that. Because what that tells potential customers is that you're dealing with it in a professional way. Even if that reviewer was out of line, even if they were – jerks to be honest with you you should always respond in that way because it's not about them anymore typically a lot of those people aren't going to come back some of those people you probably don't want to come back right but the people that are in that response are people that you do want to give you a chance so it's definitely important to respond to those reviews take a second take a breath um and if it's too much for you designate someone in the business that it's their job to do this and you come up with a policy for response so when we get a critical review that's one star two stars here's here's our strategy when we get a three-star review here's our strategy and we when we get a four or five star here's our strategy so there's definitely things that you can do before you find yourself in these situations to actually plan your um plan your response and plan how you're going to handle it. Jenna, what do you, what is your take on these, a lot of these restaurants out, out here now? And I, I'm going to say restaurants because it's, who, who, it's, it's one of our larger verticals, but businesses out here now that are focusing their business based on just one-star reviews. They're literally saying, just leave us one-star reviews. It's a joke. We don't care. You know, uh, just leave one-star reviews. They're the only kind of reviews we want. It's literally like bucking yeah. the system. Like, what, what's your take on that? I honestly, I in that sense, you're, so a lot of the times businesses say it in the sense that they want to hurt Yelp. But at the end of the day, it's really not, it, it's not doing much there. It's more so hurting the business. So I really don't recommend doing that. Um, we actually, uh, the, the recommendation software and our teams here, do pay attention to that as well, too. So if we know that you're soliciting one-star reviews, that's also probably going to be unrecommended. So just so you know, we're not just unrecommending um, five-star you know, reviews. The unrecommended section looks very similar um, with distribution as the recommended section. So I wouldn't recommend doing that. Um, even if you don't want to go out there and let people know that you're on Yelp, that's fine. Let it grow organically. It's going to help you with SEO. It's going to help you with other sites. And even if you really don't like it, consumers, it's it's the number one review site for consumers to look before they're making a purchase. Um, so it's definitely important to not try to sabotage your own reputation on Yelp. All right. Between you and me, what did you think about the South Park episode? 
I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious too. I thought it was, I I thought it was super funny. My other question would be, why am I not an elite Yelper yet? I have like such great reviews and on Yelp, I got my profile picture up there. I check in all the time. I do everything that I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. The, the, the Yelp, uh, uh, ambassador, reached out to me and said, keep doing it. You're going to be elite. This was like two years ago. I'm still not an elite Yelper. I'm, I'm just curious. For those of people that are really trying to kind of push to try to really earn that badge and be an elite Yelper, do you, is there, are there any tips to uh, to that or is it just keep just keep plugging along, keep keep doing what you're doing? Yeah, it's, it's based on a lot of different things. Um, it's going to include, just like you said, well-written reviews, high-quality tips, having a detailed, complete profile. Um, so a lot of different things are involved with that. And you can actually nominate yourself or someone else. So I would recommend looking on your community page uh, for a form to do that. And that will submit a request to your uh, community manager to uh, take a look at that. I'm on the business side of things, so I don't, I don't work directly with elite Yelpers. But it's definitely something that you could uh, get some more information for. Um, on Yelp itself, if you just go to your community page, and 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 you know, I think all of you should do that, especially because you can learn more. You got there's a lot of cool things that you guys can do. But uh, I I would not recommend nominating yourself. I think that's kind of like a lame thing to do. Like if your reviews are good and you and you feel like you're putting a lot of good effort into it out there, and I can tell you, a majority of my reviews, uh, very seldom do I leave a negative review. You know, like Jenna said, uh, I would say majority of my reviews are good reviews, and the and the reviews are based off real experiences. Um, I don't really have that many bad experiences, and if I do, I bring it to the manager's attention right then and there, and 99.9% of the time, I can tell you, if I've ever had a bad experience, and I'm not just talking about in a restaurant, I'm talking about anywhere, I bring it to the attention of, of the business owner, and they always make it right. I mean, I've never had somebody like just not make it right, um, and maybe that's coming from an Italian mother who complained about every single meal that she got in every single restaurant, and she still does to this day. But I always make sure that, you know, hey, look, if the soup's not hot enough, man, can you take it back? Can you get it done? Can you redo it and get it heated up? And, um, you know, I, I feel like that's one of the biggest breakdowns here is that most of us, when we have a problem or an issue, we don't take it right then and there to to the decision maker we wait until later and then we talk about our experience and and you guys can do that but what i always say is give the business the opportunity while you're there to make things right and what you will find is 99.9 percent of the time the business will try to make it right right away absolutely that's i mean i believe me my italian mother every time she goes to mcdonald's sends the fish sandwich back so i I totally understand that um, and I, I try to take it upon myself to also tell people when I'm unhappy with something at the business, yeah. we just find that some people aren't comfortable doing that. Um, I, I think that's why a lot of people do write reviews. And, and those are the ones that we see pop up that are critical, but they're, they're valid. There's something to them. Like you can see something in that review that makes sense. And that's when it's absolutely imperative to respond within 24 hours because that's their version of walking up to you at your business and complaining. And, you know, as we're seeing with millennials and, and younger, younger generations now spending money that they're, they're born attached to their phones. Um, they're born attached to an iPad and a computer. So they do things differently. And,
And that's not going to change anytime soon, which is why it's really important, not just on Yelp, but on any other platform that you're on, to be paying attention and responding and interacting as quickly as possible. Yeah, and and I say this all the time, that, look, uh, if you think that, I mean, I wrote an article, I I can't even remember where it was uh, recently, that was saying that, you know, data data collection is reputation management it's like the new data collection or whatever it was and if you think that online reputation or ORM is as, as some of the people in our business like to call it on the online reputation management if you think that that is something or the where, where the consumer's voice you think that something is going away no it's going to evolve and these review pages are going to continuously evolve with it um, just like Jenna mentioned earlier uh, about Alexa, you know, we've got a lot of things that are going to be happening with voice um, over the next few years that I think a lot of people don't understand or don't know about from the standpoint of AI and voice recognition and things of that nature. That's all going to be happening. And these review pages are going to be on top of it. And the 20 year olds that are currently using all of these pieces right now, um, and even the 10 year olds, my God, 10 years goes really fast, guys. I mean, really, really fast. I mean, I feel like yesterday it was 2008. Uh, Things are going to change. And that person that is 10 now is going to be 20 in 10 years. And the person that's 20 now is going to be your primary person who you're going to be selling to, which is that that 20, that 30-year-old person. I'm sorry, that 30-year-old person who finally has the job that they want, finally making good money and is ready to spend and make a buying decision. You better be ready. And if you're not, you're in trouble. Agree or disagree, yeah, Jenna Gold? <laughs> completely agree. It's, it is not going anywhere. I mean, Bright Local has been doing studies year after year after year on online reviews and online searches for um, for local businesses, and it's so interesting to watch these numbers jump. Um, right now, it's at ninety seven percent of uh, consumers pay attention to online reviews. Yeah, uh, and, and I mean, years ago, that was like seventy two percent. Oh, it was uh, when I first started uh, speaking to business owners about four years ago. You're right. I think it was it was it was definitely much lower last year. I think it was 91 percent, and it yeah. jumped yeah. over the course of the year. So that's that's an indicator that I'm I'm uh, guessing over the next year. or So that's going to be 100 percent. Yeah, I mean, there's just no question about it. I mean, I would say I can tell you right now. I guarantee you, in 10 years, it's going to it's going to it, it, be a hundred percent. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. We believe at the masses will always believe the public over the business. Um, that is one thing that I will tell you. I don't care where you're leaving a review. If you're a plastic surgeon and you are rated a, if you're rated under a four and you're a plastic surgeon, I am not going to you. I, I would venture to say if I lined up 10 people in a room and they were rated and I don't care what page it is, if it's Yelp, if it's Google, if it's Facebook, if you're a plastic surgeon and you're rated under four, most people in that room are not going to visit your business. I don't care what the reviews say. Would you agree to that or disagree to that? Even if they've read the reviews, if you're rated at a 3.5 and you're a plastic surgeon, you're going under the knife. You trust in that person? Yeah, it, it definitely depends on what the service is that you're looking for and, and you know what your personal opinion is in terms of what certain businesses should be rated. I always give the example that um, I don't want above a three star on a dive 
or a sports bar, right? Like I am looking for a three-star business, but I'm looking for that type of thing. Um, but you're absolutely right too when you're saying that people are trusting the overall trends online than, than personal recommendations. Um, you know, I have a friend that came to visit the U.S. recently, went to visit Canada for a little bit, went to Tim Hortons on um, recommendations from friends back home, and was like, that was disgusting. And I was like, yeah, did you check the Yelp reviews? They're like <laughs> two stars overall. Um, so it's, it's just very interesting now that even the public is starting to trust um, online reviews and it makes sense, right? Because instead of getting one opinion from one person that may not have the same taste as you, you're getting a wide variety of different opinions, and you can then take that information and make up um, your mind on on whether to trust it or not. Real, real quick, why don't you? Uh, why is you know when you go to Google and you see that like uh, Yelp's yeah uh, uh, reviews from other pages? Why is Yelp? Why does Yelp not pop up there? Is that something that has to do between you guys? Between Google and Yelp, is that just this thing that you guys cannot get, you know, what's going on there? That's a good question. So right now, um, there's a lot going on with Google. Um, And Google is really supposed to be a search engine that has, uh, that surfaces the most useful information to consumers, no matter where that information is going to, um, coming from, excuse me. Uh, recently, Google has started to put their own information above any other um, information. So you will notice that the prime real estate on Google on that first page before you scroll down is all Google content. So those reviews are Google reviews. Um, and those reviews are a lot different than <coughs> if you just click on them. Sometimes people will say, oh, yeah, once in a while. But if you click on them, what you'll see is, oh, there are a lot of those. It's good. Typically, if you scroll down, though, in the organic search results, Yelp will be the first option for a local business search. Yeah, and so that's one thing that I, you know, I want to point out, guys. Uh, make sure that you're paying attention to the, your Yelp pages. That I, I, it's just from an organic standpoint, it's going to show up very, very high. So even if you're not going to buy advertising, make sure that you're you're. You're putting in the effort on the pages. I'm hoping one day that we see some Yelp social media. Not sure if that's going to happen, but where we can post consistently on a daily basis to Yelp, just like we post to Twitter and everywhere else, because I think it's the engagements there. Um, I just had Justin on from from Google and from Waze, um, the episode before the last episode, and we discussed that. And I know that Waze is thinking about going to that going to that option, where they're discussing, uh, you know, bringing on reviews for Waze as well as bringing on more. They consider themselves a social media site. Um, you guys don't consider yourselves a review page. You guys consider yourselves, what, a search engine? I mean, pretty much a search engine, right? Yep. So we're a local, we're, we're like the modern day yellow pages. So we're a local search directory. Yeah. The yellow, yeah. And yellow pages was sent, set for disruption, right? Like many, like the yellow cab, like hotels, like pretty much everybody else out there, they were set for disruption. And Jeremy kind of, you know, he, he started that disruption when he started Yelp. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was really kind of the purpose of it in the beginning. Actually, reviews didn't catch on until they were kind of further into this. They didn't think that anybody was going to actually. Jeremy never thought, Jeremy Supplement, our CEO, never thought 
that people would actually just like take the time to write reviews for businesses. And what we found pretty quickly was that was actually the core of the business. But essentially, yeah, it was just supposed to be um, like online yellow pages. But what we found is not only do people just want to know what's in the area, they want to know what's good from other consumers in the area. And that's how the reviews evolved. Yeah. So originally it was like, let's just start a directory site. And then it just turned into something else. Right. And, then every, and then all the other directory sites followed suit, right? I mean, if you really think about it, because yep. we were, you were talking yeah, about City Search. You were talking about City Search there, and City Search has reviews. And, you know, all these different pages have reviews now. You know, I mean, it's just everybody. It's not just Yelp, guys. I mean, that's the one thing that I want everybody uh, to, take into, to take into consideration and listen to here. And this is me not kissing her ass, you know, because she works for Yelp. But this is me being completely real with you guys. You guys hate. A business that's trying to sell to you, sell advertising to you. Guys, you, you guys get sold every day. You just don't realize it. You get sold Facebook advertising. You get sold Instagram advertising. When it says promote now, you should promote this. You should boost this. You guys get sold Google advertising. You guys get you guys get sold every day. So don't you know? Don't hate on a business that is 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 trying to sell to you. You know, I mean, you can have your opinions and recommendations to it, but I've always asked and I always say this that. If you were rated 4.7 on Yelp, would you hate Yelp? If they never called you and they never tried to sell you anything, would you still hate them? No. But if you were a 2.7 and you're not doing anything from a business standpoint to better your business and the public's telling you why you hate that page, well, just because it's there, that's not a good reason. So instead of hating, and this is just goes all overall for any page, not just Yelp, instead of hating the page, learn the page. And when you learn the page, things will start to change for you. Radio silence. Absolutely, and we have we have we have a we have a lot of resources for business owners. We have the Yelp for Business Owner blog. We run monthly. What my team runs uh, monthly webinars, free webinars for business owners as well. So if you do need some help, or if you need to be educated in any way, uh, please check those out. Um, you can also contact my team. It's just biz, B-I-Z, outreach at yelp.com. Um, and we're happy to help. We don't sell any advertising. We have nothing to do with the sales side of things. Um, so if you do want to speak to someone without and leaving ads out of it, you're more than welcome to contact us as well. Jenna, I appreciate it. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know that you're super busy. I know that you're a big timer now in New York. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to a little guy over in Baltimore. I appreciate that. I'm hoping <clears throat> that we can get back on a panel together soon. I would love to uh, maybe bring you into one of our speaking engagements that we have for some of our restaurant owners, so they can they can you know obviously get autographs afterwards from you and things like that. <laughs> that- Yeah, man. I mean, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate it. Um, Jenna Gold from, from Yelp, uh, again, thank you so much. And uh, again, if you guys have any questions or anything else like that, um, you guys can always post comments in because um, this is going to go on YouTube and this is going to go everywhere else. But you guys can always ask us questions on Instagram and I can get those questions over to Jenna and uh, hopefully post up some answers for you too. So if she didn't answer any questions that you had on the podcast, if there's any uh, questions that you guys might have, drop it into uh, Instagram, uh, DM, Facebook Messenger, whatever it is. I'll get those questions over to Jenna and hopefully she can get those answered for you guys. Jenna, thanks again. I appreciate it.
Thanks again. Take care. All right. See you, Jenna. This has been a Todd Collins official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official or visit us at www.toddcollinsofficial.com. Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.